0: Seizure seizure.
1: The first thing that happens is the world goes black. You just hear a little snap when your neck rolls back. You don't bite your tongue off or foam at the lips And before you hit the ground, there's a moment of bliss It's like token a spliff, it's like shedding your skin It's better than the best train wreck there's ever been You have to let it in, as much as it's upsetting To wake up with bruises you don't remember getting You don't remember how the hell you ended up indoors Hello, how you doing? Thanks for joining us today here on Seizure Salad I'm your host in electrostatic meat sack, Micah B-Side Uh, Today, in honor of MS Awareness Week and MS Awareness Month, I'm talking with one of my best friends and dear lifelong soul brother of mine, Matt Wright matt is the gentleman i hiked the colorado trail with back in the early mid 90s uh we were in a band together called jesus knievel stayed with his family after i got in a lot of trouble down in durango i came back up and stayed with his family in rulison for a little while as well they saved my ass back in the day pretty much brothers we are and matt has had multiple sclerosis for 22 years now so we felt that this conversation would be a great conversation to post this week the week of ms awareness week so sit back and enjoy part one of two of my conversation with mateo
0: look at that
1: well look at that how are you man
0: you doing well you yourself
1: i'm doing good man doing good doing good cool. you look great
0: Thanks. You're all bundled up.
1: Well, it's kind of cold outside, and I'm in the barn, not...
0: so. Oh, you're in the barn. Yeah,
1: yeah. The studio's in the backside of the barn.
0: What's with the turkeys?
1: These these are the um, these are the wild turkeys that have adopted the street. They kind of oh, hang those, out here.
0: Those are real deal, then, huh? Uh huh. Those aren't just props stuck up behind you.
1: Right. There's like four mature toms and like 14 others in the flock. So there's about 18 turkeys that wander up and down and they like to spend a lot of time in the llama corral eating all the dropped food and they like, they like to pick through the llama shit too.
0: Yeah, it's free, free packaging at all. Yeah, exactly. It's like going to the snack bar. Right. Processed food. Yeah. God, that's so yeah, god in a way it makes it sound really yummy if you're a turkey but yeah so see how that goes you know so, god never mind no no out of taste jokes right now
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, see how that goes so.
1: yeah no doubt
0: so anyhow we, we covered a bunch of stuff last time we talked didn't we
1: yeah we did but th- it's been a while and there have been a lot of developments on both sides, you know. But um, I'm particularly interested in um, learning a little bit more about how things have been developing for you because there is a lot that has been going on in your case, both positive both positive and not quite as positive. But you're rolling with the punches. That's one of the things I love
0: about you, brother. Is, Thanks, Mark. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I, I do my best, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Taken well. This year will be 22 years. So November 12th be 22 years. Wow. So um, no wait, is it 99 23? So right, right now I'm sitting on 22. 22
1: years. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's introduce you to some of our listeners so they kind of get a background of everything. Um, friends, family, family foster cluck. I am here today talking to one of my dearest and best friends in my life. He and I are like brothers. Uh, this is the gentleman I walked the Colorado trail with back in, was that 93, I think 93
0: or 94. Something like that.
1: Yeah. Something like that. I've stayed with him, lived with him out in rifle. Actually what it was Ruleson.
0: That's better than rifle.
1: Exactly. My thoughts, too. Uh, talking with Matt Wright today. Matt is, uh, like I said, he's he's a brother to me. And we've known each other for the better part of our life. We've known each other since, uh, since Wheat Ridge High School.
0: We met in the 90s.
1: We met in the 90s. No, no. 90,
0: 1990.
1: No, because I, gra- I graduated in 1990. So we oh, met in
0: '88. Yeah,
1: we met in '88.
0: What? Uh huh. Oh, yeah, because I did two years there, then two years in rifle. That's right. That sounds like a prison sentence.
1: <laughs> well, when you throw the word rifle in it, it definitely starts to sound like a prison sentence, man.
0: Well, no, that place was awesome. If I was just telling mom last night, I said, Thanks for moving us up there. Because if I never would have moved up there, I never would have done Mount Silvus. I never would have really started to hike as much. I never would have met Dion. I never would have gone out to Utah to the canyon lands. I never would have met Duke. There's True. so much stuff.
1: That's what you get for living in rifle.
0: Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> that shit was so funny.
1: So, so funny. <laughs> well, you... Um... You got diagnosed with MS, was it 20, 25 years old?
0: November 12, 99.
1: Yeah, yeah. How did that happen, man?
0: So check this out. I'm hanging out at work. And I was doing, at the time I was working at a big records division for an insurance company. And what we did is we would, uh, the people in the tower would put in what they want, single certain piece of paper, but I want the 401k plan for such and such a person, what have you. And then they would enter it in their computer and then we would go fish it out of a box and scan it and send it to them or actually send it to them. But we pioneered the system of getting it all put in the computer so that we could just do it. They could just pull it up electronically. So at the time I'm doing a bunch of boxes and pulling stuff off and sending out the scan. So my boss, I had a tingle in my back and my legs felt funny. So she said, go to the workman's comp doctor to make sure you're not hurt. So the workman's comp doctor started looking at me. He started rubbing his fingers down my spine and he got to my thoracic spine right in the middle and I flinched and he said, Oh, this meeting's over. He said i need you to go to the nearest emergency room and so at the time you know i was way down in aurora so i said to say wow you know can i at least drive back across town and go to lutheran close to home and he's like yeah but you have to go right there so went right there they started examining me sent me through Exhaustive number of tests, things, blood, urine, um, doctors, a couple different specialists put me through an MRI. Then they pulled me out and the doctor, a couple hours later, comes out. The doctor in the ER says, so have you ever heard of multiple sclerosis? And, um, I looked at him and I almost started crying right away because I thought of this time. This time, did you ever do the MS Readathon? Okay, they have this. Every year in the spring, they had, it's called the MS Readathon in elementary school. And they have you uh, um, read books to raise money for looking for the cure for MS. Uh At the time, there there was a presentation going on, and the lady up front she was in a wheelchair, and she's having trouble sitting up. So me and a buddy, we were making fun of her. We were laughing at her. And so Mr. Demers, who would be my sixth grade teacher later, he pulled us aside by the shoulder cuff, and he made us write a report about what is MS. So this was about in fourth grade. So when the doctor asked me that in the emergency room, I about lost it right there. And I was like, yeah, I totally know what this is. And then he's all, that's about what we're looking at. So there's your story about how I came across like that. Man. So. Yeah. Ooh. And then since then, that was November 12th, 99. So what do we got? This, this year will be 23. Yeah. 23 years. Yeah, man. And it's. Oh, so it, it will be. Oh, no, it's just chasing the halfway point, because this year, this year I'm turning 48. So.
1: It's been a ride for you, man. Um, basically, right now, you're in the wheelchair, and you oh, yeah. Do, yeah, the robotic wheelchair, I should say. That's pretty badass.
0: Well, uh, the, I don't get in that enough, man. I wish I did. Yeah? Yeah, it's nice, because I can stand and all that kind of stuff. But for the most part, I'm in my manual chair, you know. I try to keep the guns tough too. Oh, and my try to keep my core strength up because some of the things lately is a few flopping over, kissing my knees, so.
1: Right, that's one of the new progressions that you're you're fighting right now. Is not I correct?
0: Yeah, one of the new progressions is having trouble just sitting upright. So, just sitting upright, so I'm like falling forward. So they have me doing. Like, okay, check this out. I got this brand new company that I'm I'm on with for my healthcare. And first thing they got me doing is my OT. So I'm getting back to doing more OT. Now, what they're working on with me is sitting upright, transferring again, and my arms, arm strength. So I can, and then like my posture, my neck, because another one of the recent developments is my head keeps falling over to the left. So we're trying to get it so I can sit up straight. She uh-huh. um, saw so that's been really cool. I guess they're going to do that working on my arms, my neck, my head, my back. And then, um, a physical therapist is going to come in, I think next week. So, um, and he, or she is going to be working with leg strength, of all things. I don't quite understand. And they said that it's going to help me do transfers. Now, check this out. This is pretty exciting. Uh-huh. The OT I was working with last week, one of the things she wanted to see me do, she said, I want to watch a transfer out of bed. So, And I've been doing those in and out of bed just the last week or so, maybe two weeks. First time in a long time. That's awesome. Um, So now she watched me do that. And she said, you know, gave me some pointers on how to do it a little easier and all that kind of stuff. And so now she says, next time I'm working with you, she said, I'm going to get you on the toilet, like just to practice off and on the toilet. Now, I think I told you this already before, but um, I call up three of us here, the crew. Well, the crew has pulled me off the toilet now 1,400 times, so I've not made the transfer 1,400 times. Wow! So I've made a couple on, but not many. So she wants to work me out, and we did a bunch of full stuff in James, the home gym. So big, big time full. Mm -hmm. They, they here, check that out. That's James over there. Okay. That that's the home gym, all the bands.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. It looks like it, a f- it it looks like a fetish chamber almost. A what? A fetish chamber.
0: It, it could be, huh? Yeah. So, a fetish chamber. Listen, they, they That's hysterical. So um, <laughs> no, we call it James instead of the gym. No. Yeah, just keep working and. Having me doing pull-ups and push-ups because I want to try to stay as active and as upright as I can instead of flopped over and right. be like well back to what I said like that lady we saw in front of the whole all the kids doing the presentation she was like in braces and couldn't sit upright in fact um, that's what one of the therapists just suggested last time she said, "Have you ever thought about doing a neck brace or a body brace like that?" And we we're like, "No, I mean, we thought about it, but no, i want to stay like this as long as I can, type thing." Instead of having to get all locked up, all robot style. Yeah. Anyhow, so as of late, we've got the OTs going on. The PT will be coming in. Then speech therapy is going to come back. I haven't worked with a the speech therapist for years, and we're gonna work on swallowing problems. Okay. And speech problems. I'm actually doing really good this morning. The word recall and but right when I say that it leaves the building. Jeez <laughs> um, uh, um, they, they normally sometimes I slur my speech really bad and I can't find the words I wanted to say, so I have to look off the, the ticker tape times Square. it's like rolling in front of my eyeballs, and it's just the words I'm going to say. And sometimes the ticker tape just stops moving. And, oh, man, that's, it's kind of frustrating when that happens, but it, you say, you just got to let it roll, so. So we've got the speech therapist to work on that. We've got um physical therapists to do that, we've got the OT to do that. Cause yeah, that's about it right there. Cause I'm tired of flopping over. And I'm sick of it. And I don't want to be in a total brace. Have to sit upright all Stephen Hawking's. And um yeah, and then the transfer thing was cool, being able to make one. And I'm really excited. I've been making them back and forth now.
1: Nice. And then
0: the the toilet transfer thing, that's gonna be badass. Like if I well, I shouldn't say if when I make one, you'll definitely be hearing about it. That's for sure. A lot of people be hearing about it. I'm like, hey, I just made my first transfer in like five years. So go from there.
1: So. Nice man. Nice. I must say, and this is this is a testament to your resilience. And your positive attitude in that when I first came back down out of the mountains and and we got in touch again you were not in the same place as you are now um, the drugs were kicking your ass you were in and out of consciousness and you didn't have the dexterity that you have right now so your efforts um, have been paying off from what I see
0: thank you bro You don't even know how much it means. I hit James all the time. I try to once a day, even if it's what I call a six-pack. And I'm taking off my shirt. Take off my shirt and do three push-ups, three pull-ups. Put my shirt on, do three push-ups, and three more pull-ups. Just to try to keep myself rolling forward a little more.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now, I have a question. How do you do push-ups? When your legs are, you haven't, you haven't had a lot of motor function in your legs for a while. So how do you do push-ups?
0: Just all arms.
1: Man. Yep. You're, you're going to, yeah, look at those guns.
0: And then they're tiny, dude. And then they still, <laughs> they, still do, the, uh, they I still
1: do the job, dude.
0: They're just all muscle. Yeah. They're, they're just all muscle. Wiry. Yeah, that's it right there. That's all it is. Nice. So <laughs> my chest ain't built either. I'm still just skinny Matt. Mm-hmm. You've but always I think been skinny like, Matt.
1: What's that? You've always been skinny Matt.
0: Oh gosh, man! It's the the thing is the core muscles in between, and it's flat in my pocket, and um, it makes me strong. It makes me super strong. Right on, but man. Hi, Micah. So <laughs> that's about where it goes. So, mm-hmm. and yeah, sometimes I look at it and I get so frustrated. But yeah, lately it's been playing the guitar again, I'm actually starting to knit again. I saw and that. The didgeridoo is minor this one. Playing the didge is turning into it's getting magic. It's getting so cool, bro. Like I'm finally getting where I can almost circle breathe. Wow! Then I can do. Uh, did you ever play a brass instrument?
1: No, no.
0: Have you Have you ever tried?
1: Yeah, and I
0: suck. Okay, like you can purse your lips up, and you can play like reveley taps or something like that. So, and of all the songs to learn for me, I learned how to play Brahms Lullaby doing that on a didgeridoo it's kind of funny coming from someone like me who's falling asleep all the time so i could like it takes my wind out of me i'm trying to do it and like as i'm doing it i'm starting to almost fall asleep playing bronze lullaby on my didgeridoo so but you're, can... you're
1: playing a lullaby dude i mean yeah yeah Maybe you need to play something more upbeat and keep yourself awake.
0: Well, no, I play, I play taps, or not taps, but reveille, you know. And then they get up and move. And you, I, I try to do ones like that, but there's not many songs that did are like that. You got taps, and that's that's definitely go to sleep. Yep, go to sleep for good. <laughs> <you think. laughs> At least Brahms is just for a few hours. Yeah. So, good point. Anyhow, that's been that's been sort of the short and long of what's been going on. Mm-hmm. The doing the definite slow gradual slide into secondary progressive MS instead of just this relapsing, remitting. Like every change just kinda it kind of sticks. In this okay. space. I mean, you don't, like, just, it's starting to do it a little bit now, the speech thing. And I just, right now I'm looking off and I'm, yeah, little bits at a time, man. The, the ticker tape runs a little slow sometimes. But, um. yep, there we go. It's the speech thing stinks. I can't stand that. And this falling forward and the spasms. Oh, the spasms yuck. So they're oh check this out. This I was is going to ask about this, yeah. Um the last time I got my pump filled. Right now I get my pump filled about every three weeks. Okay. Now they asked me this, they said they can put a formulation in there that's um the stuff in it is like you know they make it like four times stronger or twice as strong i, I don't maybe, i don't know how they do it And it's kind of freaky when you think about it i've got these spasms have been bugging me since day one uh-huh. i mean i used to go out for a walk to try to get rid of them, or i'd try to drink them away or stretch smoke anything just to get them to stop so now i've got this pump in my stomach that helps do it because i can't take enough orally to get it done okay so it's this pump plus oral that helps get it done but anyhow they're looking at doing it where it makes it like twice as strong three i don't remember it might have been up to four times as strong so that i don't have to get that pump refilled this often So, like, they'll fill it up and I only have to get it filled every two months or something. And I'm, they told me that. And I was, okay, it's these cannulas run from the pump directly into my spine. And that's where it sprays the liquid or drops the liquid. Mm -hmm. So, first off, who thought to do that? Then there's these brave people that tried it. And they're uh, awesome that it works, but yeah, it just sometimes it floors me that the spasticity and the disease is like that, and um it's just to that point that I've got this extra foreign thing in my body in order to to help fight that. so it, it ah, it's just weird, wow, so anyhow, and now they're gonna step it up so.
1: Wow. Did they put the pump in specifically for the spas- spasticity?
0: That's, that's before I got the pump, brother. I was I would like lock up and straighten out.
1: Yeah, the extension and prone type thing. That's what my grandmas yes, are like. It.
0: And that would um that would go until sometimes I would kick myself out of my chair. <sighs> Fuck. So that's where they would be like that's when they said, okay, you we need to look at doing this something. Um, you have to be able to sit safely. So
1: And is it are the spasms like epileptic or is it a non-epileptic just muscle
0: tick? what, what do you mean like what's epileptic once
1: there's the epileptic ones that start from a bioelectric type of source inside the head and then there's non-epileptic that just come out but they don't have an origin like they can't trace them to an EEG or anything like
0: that mine just start and they they start it feels like in my head or in my spine Uh and sometimes it'll be like my entire lower body okay my entire lower body or my entire body from the shoulders down get into like this big spasm and that that's that's Yeah, so that's my my two can right there. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I can't believe that dumb 2024 I go in for a new one. Oh. And they did say that since mine goes three, one of the reasons they want to step up the concentration too is that my pump has been running so much since they got it put in. I might have to go in early to get it replaced. So it could be as early as sometime. Chris, I don't want to think about that. Like sometime next year, uh, I don't know. But what I said, my my great-grandma had a saying is, don't borrow trouble. So I have, when I go out to the garden shed, I have a very special instrument. It's called the wheel borrow. So sometimes I get it up and I borrow a bunch of trouble. And I heap it all in there and I try to roll around with it. And then I realize that the wheelbarrow is fully full and I better stop and throw it all off because that's me borrowing a bunch of trouble. So,
1: Mm. anyhow,
0: you you find yourself doing that sometimes, I'm sure, too. Oh, yeah. You get your own wheelbarrow and it's full, like so high you can't see around the damn thing. So, anyhow, so. There we go, that's a lot of what's going on.
1: Wow. You know, it really doesn't honestly speaking, it really doesn't matter whether or not those ticks are epileptic or not, because it's still seizures, it's still spasticity, and they use the same drugs to treat one or the other.
0: Um, well, they said that a bunch of mine were seizures, right? Yeah. This was last year. I ended up having to go across the street to get checked out. Um didn't have to stay, but got a seizure, so now they got me on Keppra. And you even said to yourself, you said, holy shit, the con- the level of I'm on a huge one. I think it's 500 milligrams twice a day. So I'm on like a huge amount of them. So so I've been told I have seizures. Um, this spasticity I have the doctor, my neurologist years ago called it complex spasticity and that it was gonna be difficult to manage. He said we'll use medications, stretching, exercises, um, you're gonna get this pump, blah blah blah. He said, well we'll do our best to try to get it halfway under control. So right, there you there you go. That's the long and short of that. That's been it's been a hallmark symptom since day one. One of the first ones i went in for spasticity tingling spasms and um yeah there we go
1: there we go man um how do they feel now as far as do you think the the capra and and what else they put you on do you think it's it's helped to reduce it a little bit
0: oh it's helped reduce it a lot good because if i start running a fever or get an infection um If I'm behind on my meds, Uh, I could totally feel it, and I start to. like, I'll be laying on my back in bed, and my body will totally straighten out, flat kind of thing. Like I can't bend my legs at all. Uh That type of thing. I can't. Well, I have no voluntary movement on my legs anyway. I can't remember the last time I. Oh, check that out. Though lately, yeah, I've had a couple. And I can clip myself into my bike. That's my, I don't know if you see me post any of that stuff, but I've got this bike that I ride. And it's powered, Like I actually have to pa- pedal to myself. But um, clipping into it is tough. It's a workout for my core muscles and my arms. So I'm like trying to hold my leg up and get it in the pedal and stuff. And then I'll sit there and ride and and of course, I'll be filming it the whole time with the propeller hat on. So to do that, I have to sit upright while I'm riding. So it's, that's a workout for the core muscles at the same time. So, God, there you go. There's like 20 mouthfuls.
1: <laughs> yeah, there is. I, I can kind of see what the physical therapist is going for there because if they can get the legs... Um, stronger and get some movement back in your legs. It's going to help work those core muscles, and it's going to help with the falling forward part because it's going to strengthen everything in there. That's my assumption. I don't know. I hope so. Yeah,
0: I'm not a doctor or a therapist, but I know a bunch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know someone who is. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I, I've worked with bunches of them, so no, they like one of the ones I worked with, Sponder, he said the same thing about leg transfers. He said, put your head down between your legs. He said, and get your butt up in the air. He said, you'll, he said, you'll be surprised. Your butt will get back on the chair and your head will come back up. So then that's why I work, keep working with the OT to keep my arms and my upper body going. And now I'm even more excited about the physical therapist so that then I can actually get on my legs for just a little while uh-huh. and go from there. Cool. It's like a big tune-up. It's been years since I've done a PT and an OG. That's cool. Right on. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe you're outside with a turkey.
1: <laughs> I'm not outside here. Let me take off the uh, background.
0: Oh, that's your that's your background.
1: Yeah. Oh, God, you don't want to be outside right now. It's, it's cold out there.
0: Oh, to... okay. It's good to say, man. No way. Your background kind of looks like mine. Yeah. Yeah, that works.
1: Except for I had turkeys. You don't have turkeys. <laughs> you can have these turkeys. They're assholes.
0: If I can have those turkeys.
1: <laughs> They're pretty big, man. I'm sure like they'd make a really good meal. at at least half of them are big enough to have a feast.
0: Jesus. And they're probably all stringy because they're wild turkeys.
1: Yeah. Well, and I would say half wild because some of the neighbors have thrown out feed for them off and on. Not supposed to feed the wildlife, but they got so spoiled. And then there's a gas station at the far end of the street down the road. And so between there and between the llamas, um, picking through the processed llama food, these guys are. These guys aren't like the th- thin, stringy wild turkeys you see like out in the wilderness. These guys are well fed and they're half processed already. They Process. chase cars. They chase cars. They block traffic. Um, what
0: are they? Oh, the turkeys. Yeah. Yeah, that like goes. Oh see, yeah. They're check total... it out. Part part of my therapy. Uh huh. 'Cause I'm supposed to like well see my neck keeps falling over. Right. That's bad, but they want me oh, don't leave. But um part of my therapies is Hey, hey. stuff like that. Uh huh.
1: Doing so you're like doing the Jesus Christ pose and then you come back yeah. in.
0: Yeah, arms out loud. Yep. Yeah. But... See if you yeah, I can sing like Chris Cornell while I'm doing it, I gotta Bonus price, you know. So, but I can't. Yeah. Arms out loud in your Jesus Christ pose. You no, know, not even close.
1: You know, no, so. no. Well, it's really hard to sing like Chris Cornell did. I mean, that well, guy was. Well, he's
0: like, he's like three octaves up and he's doing it good. Right. Well, and he's, he's doing it three octaves up. Plus, he's still got that manly thrust in his chest going on. Where he's just belting it out, but because he's a stud, because he's a stud. Yeah. Well, he sings like you do, except he's about two octaves higher. <laughs> yeah.
1: Remember, wow. remember uh, Jesus Knievel when we played the oh yeah fundraiser for Wilderness on Wheels? That was that was awesome.
0: Yeah, somebody just asked me about that the other day. Just asked me about Wilderness on Wheels the other day. Real quick, March, MS Awareness March. So this is gonna help spread some awareness too, you know? So, but Wilderness on Wheels, that place is dope. We played the show for it a while ago. Before that, Jay, he knows the guy that owns it. So I think maybe a couple years before we played that, he had us up there working on that stage. I helped build that stage. Oh wow! And then some of it got worn out, and I helped redo it, helped make it even better. Now it's way back. Christ, I did that work when I was still in, just before I left to come to go to rifle. And then so I find myself years later, and I end up coming back, and the owner remembers me. And of course, we're playing. The, we played the show between now and then. And then I go back there with Josh. Two years, we did the did the push up to the top. Did you ever go up to the top?
1: Well, not when they had the wooden trails. When we did the show, I was hiking around, and I hiked up to the top. But that was before the trails were finished.
0: Oh, they didn't have the boardwalk up to the top yet? Not yet. Oh, dude, I have pictures of me in my standing chair at the top. Josh pushed me up twice in my other chair and i rode up in my other chair i've been up three times oh man and um you don't even know dude it's so freaking cool how that's the closest i come to hiking hey like, that's the closest i come to hiking out in the wilderness so yeah when they were asking me about that i was like oh that place is so special and then you know i told him about he said the show um, about working on the stage when I was younger, and just how freaking cool. So guys Sorry, I was getting a phone call. I had to send the voicemail. And it was from the wheelchair place. I probably should have answered it, but anyhow, I'll grab it in a little bit. See how that goes. Exactly. So, what's been going on with you?
1: Oh, um, I'm kind of still doing the balancing act with this dietary approach to try and control the seizures.
0: Oh, that's right. You're telling me about that.
1: Yeah. Um, started the modified Atkins, uh, diet in December, beginning of December and kind of transitioning over. Um, I've tried to stay as strict as possible. I have cheated here and there. Um, but I've been avoiding, been avoiding grains and bread and refined carbs and keeping my carb levels down to like less than twenty a day, which is really, really difficult. Um, but it comes with eating, its own what? Eating hot,
0: eating meat only huh
1: <laughs> It's meat. meat. I was totally trying the whole I was going like meat heavy at first. It was like borderline keto. And then I realized it was like like my gut was hurting and honestly, man, it's like if you eat too much meat, it's like you start you start to smell, dude. It's like I've learned that I could almost tell somebody who's on a keto diet by the way they smell.
0: They do say <laughs> something about the meat sweats. Yeah, the meat so, sweats. Yeah, you, you get you get like the meat sweat smell. Ugh.
1: Ugh. That, but,
0: that's gross. That
1: mm-hmm. you know, if if you're not careful, you can go into like, um, acidosis or there's something like, I can't remember exactly what the name of it is, but you got to be really, really careful. And adults, um, too, it's keto diets for epilepsy work better for kids who haven't had a chance to damage their liver and kidneys yet. So, uh, so, so
0: haven't and, had a chance to, oh my God.
1: Yeah. And you know me, it's not yeah. like I, yeah, I wasn't the healthiest person growing up.
0: Uh-uh. No, dude, the me you know, God. But like, before I could even start to drink and stuff, they like, hey, let's try huffing this whiteout. I still remember doing whiteout in a classroom, and it was in a little, like a sandwich bag. Uh-huh. I'm huffing and puffing on it, and the sucker turned inside out in my mouth. So I had all this stuff, like, coating the inside of my cheeks and my teeth. They had a mouthful of whiteout basically. Oh, it was, it was nasty. So instead of huffing it, I ended up eating some of it. Oh, God. Oh, gross. Okay, something else. Did I ever tell you about the house that I made up when I was younger? No. Okay, did you go to Manning or did you go to Everett? I went to Manning. Well, obviously, I went to Everett, and uh, one of my classes was drafting, and I made this house this huge house it was like there's like a complex basically I had like a pool all sorts of shit right I used all the stuff that he wanted he wanted you know there are certain things that he wanted blah 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 and he wanted stories like first second third you know all that kind of stuff and stairs well outside I had all these stairs and landings and different levels and all around the outside of the house but I got I had the project he failed me on because he said I didn't use a second story on the house. So now, Mr. Petit was his name. He's a shop teacher who did like the CO2 cars too with him. Okay. So now, this one time I was on a field trip from Boulder. And I am did some rehab place up there. And I was there for a couple of weeks after this really bad field trip. So I'm sitting there eating lunch, and who walks in the door? Mr. Petit. He's there visiting somebody that worked that he knew that was there. So now Mr. Petit and I, we start talking. You know, we're eating lunch together. And I asked him, I'm like, hey, he's, he's looking at me. He's like, I kind of remember you type thing. And I asked him, I said, so, hey, you remember my house I made? And, um, and he said, like, well, he said, refresh me, you know. I go, well, I had this big house laid out on one level, blah, blah, blah. I go, and you failed me on that one. And, and I, I said, I used all the elements that you wanted, you know, stairs, stories, landings. And, um, and I go, and look now. i take a look now. That house would have been perfect, now, wouldn't it? And he looked at me, and he's like, well, I suppose so, but I did want you to put a second story on it. I was like, "Well, what for, man? I, I'd never be able to get there." But <laughs> it was interesting running into him. Okay, that was random, but it just reminded me of that. You need an elevator? So, yeah. Anyhow, that's random story out of nowhere. So now you know about my diagnosis, where things are at now. Yeah, since then, it's been a wild 22 years. been out out across the country to Michigan, lived there, married for several years, helped raise a stepkid, just came back here, and it's been, since I've been back here, I've gone from, I've done the cane walker, the wheelchair, since I've been here. Right. In fact, I think the wheelchair was one of the reasons I moved into the house I'm at, now because you could actually build a ramp have an accessible bathroom and then my bedroom is all well you've seen it my bedroom finally big enough to be able to park all my stuff and have all my stuff available so there we go do you have any other questions sir
1: (laughs) sir you called me sir that is so weird nobody calls me sir Certainly. (laughs) There you go. That's better way to cover. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm curious because you have such a fighting spirit on this. um, And you've been an inspiration for me whenever I hit dark places. I think of you and how you've been able to fight through this. Um, Was there, was there ever place um, in that timeline was there a defining moment where it was like okay i'm gonna own this before this owns me where you saw yourself like okay if i don't change my mindset or my approach this is gonna kill me quicker you know what i mean that dark place when did you decide to
0: come out of the dark place there have been several of them micah um one of them was for sure would be um the divorce and dissolution of all that yeah getting ready to move everything back to denver that was a big one right there um another one of course would be the decision to go out there then the decision to come back um just the diagnosis itself, but like, diagnosis itself. I thought, oh man, life is over type thing. But so wait, we got that, going out there, coming back. And then every once in a while, I'll have one now where, say like, these, here's one lately It's come out. These um, spasms, they're out of control. I can't stand them, they hurt. Um, so now it gets to a point where, you know, I have to ask myself, is this the new, is this how it's going to be? Mm-hmm. You know, is this as good as it gets? When it's that, I can't, I, I find that hard to believe. I can't stand that, Dude, it might be as good as it gets, They. I've been told many times that males get hit hard. They get hit hard physically with the MS. And that sometimes it just the spasms and spasticity is just so bad that that's just how it is. That they end up spending their time laying around in bed, stretched out flat out, and they can't get it under control no matter what's going on. And so that's see, there's one thing that I think about that I'm like, that's that's the old shit button right there. Um, so that's one of the things I try to really fight for. Keep doing my exercises, try to get in my chair so I can bend forward and do all that kind of stuff. Because in, But the legs, is, it's a scary feeling sometimes when my legs are going so bad. And there's not a whole lot I can do about it. Yeah. Wow, there's a whole lot. It's just, okay, I didn't even know that was in me. <laughs> Thanks for letting me blab.
1: Oh, yeah, man. We need to sometimes, right?
0: Yeah. So, yeah, we've got that. I've been told as long as I keep up my PT, in the physical activity, that it's the best thing I can do to fight it.
1: Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's, it's the daily practice that's going to go a long way to, um, work through some of the really big question marks and and fears in my, um, life. It's, it's, I get hit with, I love how you said it is this as good as it's going to get. Um, you know, I was doing really good on the diet, didn't have, I went two and a half months without any seizure activity. And I was thinking to myself, right on, I can step off the rest of my medications, maybe go drug free by, by summer, I might be able to be seizure medic, you know, get off of the seizure meds. Um, And then of course, of course, as soon as I thought, yeehaw, here we go. Bam, I had a breakthrough seizure. (laughs) Ha (laughs) ha. Right?
0: Exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah, it's like the universe saying, saying, don't get your, don't count your chickens before they hatch, pal. Um, this is still with you. And um, I realized then that I'm still looking for that solution, that that cure, that let me go back.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. 42, dude. I know. Yeah, you're ever going to get fucking... I'm sorry, I, I do the same thing where I'll be like, oh man, come on. It has to be better than this. There has to be an answer somewhere. But yeah whatever yeah that, sometimes i get hung up on that one mm-hmm. because this is as good as it gets so
1: but in in that sense you're taking a really good approach to it it's like well if this is as good as it gets then i'm gonna make lemonade out of lemons i'm gonna make a fucking lemon meringue pie god damn it
0: yes good way of putting it on huh? <laughs>
1: yeah yeah, your posts, our conversations, you, you know, you're going through, you're going through things that I don't know if I could be strong enough to, and
0: wow, the, thank the, you,
1: yeah, dude, and it inspires me.
0: Take, take that as another feather in my hat. Feel like, yeah, all right, here we go, Robin Hood. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Out, I'm out shooting arrows, shooting arrows at MS. So suckers suckers but yeah dude it's been it's, lately it's it's kind of scary it's just going and going and going and i don't know what else there is to do about it you know there's nothing they can do about it they just got to keep up my activity yeah so
1: yeah and and who knows it's um when joel when joel got diagnosed Back, what, it's been 27 years ago now. Back then, his options were nowhere near the options that I have now. Surgery would have been like basically a lobotomy. And so, yeah. yeah. Nowadays, yeah. nowadays there's like four or five different types of surgery <laughs> that they offer, depending on what kind of epilepsy you have, where it starts in the brain. and And MS is so... That's the thing about it. I think they don't know as much. They've they've learned a lot more about um epileptic seizures and in seizure conditions in the past twenty years than they have about MS. MS is still kind of a mysterious disease,
0: am I right? An archaic mysterious freaking old caveman disease. I hate it.
1: Do is there um, with a lot of people who have um, epilepsy and other seizure conditions, there's times like what I just explained, you know, shifting over to the diet, I go seizure free for, for a couple of months and then it comes back. There's stories of people who go through surgeries or go through medications. And then after three or four years, uh, it comes back sometimes worse than before. I've heard about it happening after 10 or 15 years, people, you know, go seizure free and then start coming back. Does MS do that? Do you like, start to get better and then it relapses
0: well at the beginning it's supposed to be relapse and remitting right uh-huh. but then as the years go on it it's well okay when you first start you got relapsing and remitting where i'd have a big attack and all this crap would happen and they would put me on steroids for a week or so and then i'd start to feel a lot better now, the stuff is just kind of like a slow, gradual oncoming of symptoms that don't really go away. Yeah. I would develop some new symptoms and they would go away. You know, they I they would just simply rest and exercise and they would go away. But not anymore. They stay with me. And mm. now I see. Oh, am I starting to get all duh?
1: You're starting to fall asleep, dude.
0: <laughs> Am I really?
1: A little bit. I see you nodding off a little.
0: Jesus, man. You need a cup of coffee, Ma.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that works. So, no, but that's how, see, that's all part of the. Okay, one last thing I got is my neurologist. He told me that um, a body in spasm burns 10 times the energy that a normal one does. Mm-hmm. So it's like the whole time. Um, oh, thank you. the whole time I'm running off that much, you know, I'm burning off that much more energy, so yo check it out. Mom just brought in some really good information. uh-huh, so that um we're talking about that salve that she puts on my legs. yeah, okay, now, so I nothing gets these under control except for lately this stuff. Check it out. We got magnesium lotion, uh-huh. and I started doing CalMag zinc and magnesium tabs. Then in this salve, it's coconut oil based. It has essential oils in it, and it's got um, frankincense in one of them. Take like, full on, dude. Like full on, bringing it to baby Jesus style. Nice. But frankincense it, like, reduces inflammation. It's a natural painkiller, antispasmodic, Kills cancer cells. Lavender, clove, which is an antioxidant. And it enhances the microcirculation in the body. And then it also has tea tree in it. So, it, man, my legs smell good, too. The skin melts. All that helps relax them.
1: So, so this salve you're talking about with the tea tree oil, the frankincense, the um, lavender, and the magnesium and cow mag.
0: One's the magnesium, and the other one's the frankincense with all the other stuff.
1: Okay, so it's two different ones.
0: Sometimes she does the combo of both. That's the preferable way. I like it like that.
1: And that helps. That's that's what Does it alleviate the spasms and the pain?
0: There no spasms means no pain.
1: Okay, it's one and yeah. the same.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know when the last time she puts them on, but we got right now. the The front is fairly quiet. See, nothing's really going on. Right. Um. There we go with that. It's always an easy, well, not easy, but that's always a welcome development. And I don't think I have any on to loosen on this morning. Is just left over from last night.
1: Okay, most of my seizures were always nocturnal, and I wonder if um, something like that before I go to bed might help reduce the risk of anything happening at night.
0: You have to try it, dude. Yeah, you totally have to try it. There okay. you go. Like, there's the. I'll have to send you a. There's the list. Okay. Of the stuff. So,
1: I can take a screenshot of that when I'm editing up the video.
0: Or I can take a picture and just send it to you.
1: Oh, yeah. There, there's that.
0: Yeah, that, that's too easy like that, huh?
1: <laughs> I forget. Or- we're, we're like the last of the analog children. And sometimes I forget that we have these like massive computers at our disposal.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, you, Dave, do you know the song Analog Kid?
1: no yes but no wait who did it
0: rush fucker oh
1: sorry dude sorry
0: yeah 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 the, um
1: if we were in the same room i know you would slap me
0: no <laughs> no i would turn it on so you could listen to it is what i could do <laughs> i'd be like yes micah this is what it is dude don't you remember the analog kid so <laughs> it did, 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 took now do you have the album I do. That whole album is so badass. It's on Signals. There's a couple of songs on that album that are way too good. That was um We Rich High School. Yeah. That was walking to school. That's when I met you and Jimmy and Joey. Like the whole nine yards, because that was when I was waiting at the bus one day and Jimmy stopped in his white Camaro to pick me up. And um <laughs> Wow, talk about throwback. I haven't talked to Jimmy in years, or Joey for that matter. He always reminded me of Tommy Chong. <laughs>
1: That's
0: I great. Think, I always used to think to myself, is Joey one well, of these days we are going to have to get serious but or mature, but then who am I to talk? You know? <laughs> right. Who are yeah, we but- to talk?
1: I'm the eternal exactly. Peter Pan kid. I yeah.
0: That's a good way of putting it, Peter Pan, the eternal Peter Pan kid. I'm the I'm the princess and the pea kid. Sometimes, you know, I'm finding the tiniest little thing that's making me uncomfortable. And I'm saying, "Ah, man, look at this! It's just," and I make it into this big boulder. But mm-hmm. you know, but sometimes the tiniest things or the biggest boulder I make into a tiny little pee. And then I just try to deal with it like that. You know, is you got to take these mountains sometimes and squish them up really small so that you can deal with them. Right. And one little moment at a time, tick, tick, tick. I can't think. I stay away from the wheelbarrow. So... Yeah,
1: don't let that thing get get so big that you can't see around it or you can't lift it
0: to dump it out. And... It's still one of my favorite tools in the garden. I can't stand up to push the thing around, but I managed to fill it up quite a bit. i be like, wow, here's something else I can't see around it, but okay, just close your eyes and, you know, a- one little moment at a time. So, mm-hmm. there you go. Hey, thanks. It's been yeah. nice rapping with you.
1: Dude, it's been really good rapping with you. I love catching up with you, man.
0: We covered a bunch of shit, didn't we? Yeah. So we've got the OT, the PT, the speech therapy. Um, that's been, okay, you caught my diagnosis. And all of it on MS Awareness Month, too.
1: Yeah. And, very appropriate. MS
0: Awareness Week is coming up. What day is it right now? Uh,
1: it's Saint Patty's Day today.
0: Oh, coming up Monday, starting Monday, I think. Oh yeah. It's MS Awareness Week.
1: Well, I'm actually, it's actually going to be a day or two before I edit this, so I will post this for MS Awareness Week.
0: There you go. And then, so it's Saint Patrick's Day. Yeah. Check it out. How come an Irishman only puts 238 beans in his chili? Why? Because if you put in two more, it'd be too far teach.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: Oh, okay. I I, I could never whisper a, a cheesy joke. I'm fed up and we've all been
1: better, but I'm set to step up, never let up, cause the fall is just a setup now to get up. Regret I'll never get the better of me with the sod off. When I'm having trouble talking, someone knocks my rider's block off. And if my eyes glaze my knees drift south, and you ever think to stick a credit card in my mouth? I take mastercard and visa for my risk rewards. I'm not biting my tongue, why don't you bite yours?
0: It's all too much. I said it's all too much. Said it's all too much And if the world breaks your legs You go and beat it with your crutch It's all too much